Senior Life Journeys presents Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here is your host, best-selling author, Carol Howell. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. I'm Carol Howell, your host, and I'm glad that you're here today. Well, we're going to talk about sex. That generally gets people's ears to perk up and they pay better attention, right? Actually, what we're going to talk about is sexually inappropriate behaviors in the world of dementia. You know, we kind of grow up assuming our parents never had sex. I don't know why we think that. Um, and then as we're old enough to realize that they did, we um, are like, oh gosh, I can't think about that. That's just too much. And then they become seniors, and then we really can't think about the fact that they might have a sex life. And then when they move to an assisted living or a memory care, we think, okay, that's behind them. They're not having sex anymore. Well, honey, you were wrong on all of those. Most often you were wrong on all of those. (laughs) What we know that even in the presence of Alzheimer's, sexual desire is still there. People still have a sexual drive to some degree or the other. And what is at question would be, of course, their ability to act upon that sexual desire and to act upon it in a way that's appropriate. And that's where the problem comes in, the way that's appropriate part. Um, Our parents who do not have dementia, then we can trust them to react in an appropriate way to those sexual desires. But you cannot expect that from someone who has dementia. Well, let me correct that. You can expect it all day long, but you're not going to get it because most often all that they are going to be able to do is react to that sexual desire in a way that their brain allows them to. And their brain is not responding to life in a way that is very often um, appropriate. We find inappropriate behaviors out of our folks who have various stages of dementia in lots of areas of life, not just in regards to sex. So why would we think that their response to a sexual desire would always be appropriate? Well, it's not going to be, I can tell you that. My mama said and did some things that just would make me cringe every once in a while, I'm just going to tell you. My funny story is she had a friend there. Mama had lots of male friends in the communities that she lived in. She always seemed to have a boyfriend, shall we say. And I went to visit her apartment one day and visit her in her apartment she wasn't there so I went to Jim's room and opened the door knocked opened the door nobody in there hmm. went down I said where's my mama and they said oh your mama's in Jim's room I'm like no I just checked Jim's room and they looked at me and said no your mama's in Jim's room I'm like huh so I went back and the bedroom door was shut and yep that's where mama and Jim were they were fully clothed I was glad about that <laughs> But sexual desire is still there. But what we need to learn is how we respond to that. Not that we're going to try to change them. Because even if you sat them down and said, Now, Mom, you can't be going in the bedroom with Jim. It's just inappropriate. She might agree to it. But then, you know, later that afternoon, she might totally have forgotten that conversation. Go do it again. Or you can have that conversation with Mama and offend her or hurt her feelings and set off a whole uh, snowball of emotions that you really should not have brought up for mama. You know, because she is older than you and she is your mom and she don't want you telling her what to do, and especially when it comes to her sex life. It is her sex life after all. But what you want to do is distract from that behavior. Instead of saying, oh, you should not be in there, you know, doing that with that door shut, that's inappropriate. 
when when they come out, just totally change the subject, distract, divert, move their mind away from what was going on into something that is appropriate, that is acceptable. We're not going to make a big deal of this. We're just not. It's, it's wrong on our part to do that because we are upsetting them. But what if in the process of trying to care for someone with dementia, whether you're related to them or not, you may be a paid caregiver, they are sexually aggressive towards you. Now see, that's a different situation, isn't it? Because that's something we can't have. We cannot have residents groping and touching and whatever with uh, employees or, or even other residents. But in regards to that behavior with employees, that is something we have to approach in a very um, thought-out manner. And one of the first things you want to do is to use a calm voice. You don't want to be like, oh my gosh, don't touch me. You can't touch me there. That's wrong. Don't do that. Keep your hands to yourself. You're a dirty old man. No, you want to be very calm. Now, for some of us, that is not second nature. Yours truly, right? I would get worked up very quickly. But instead, that calm voice that says, Now, John, don't touch me there. You can hold my hand, but that's all you can touch on my body. Don't touch me anywhere else. Just hold my hand. I love it when you hold my hand, John. John, tell me about when you were in high school while John holds your hand, and now you have diverted his attention. We're back to high school. You also want to pay attention to how you are dressed. Now, I had an employee at one time who very frequently wore low-cut tops, and she was, shall we say, well-endowed, and this caused her a few episodes of problems, which I had warned her about. I said, if it's out there, some folks with dementia are just going to reach and touch what they see, and they did. This gentleman did, and that pretty much was her fault because you know, at this point in that dementia journey, we see something, it looks interesting, we reach for it. And this happens in regards to our bodies and what we expose, um, cleavage and such. So the way we dress is important. Make sure you're not being overly seductive in front of people, especially if you know they have a tendency to be maybe grabbers or gropers or inappropriate in their language. Watch your bodily movements. How are you reacting to them? Are you suggestive with your body when you don't even realize it? Okay, so like if you go in and it's time to bathe John and you go, come on, John, let's go take your clothes off and get in the shower. And John is a sexually active, in his mind anyway, maybe physically, we don't know, person. And you've just said, John, let's go take your clothes off and get in the shower. John's like, well, all right, been waiting on this. Happy day for John. Well, that's really not exactly what you had in mind now, is it? So you have to be uh, aware of how you approach and what you say, the words you use, your, and make sure that they are in line with the outcome you're looking for. Use their name. Don't say, come on, honey, let's go take your clothes off and get in the shower. Well, now we're taking our clothes off, getting in the shower, and you're calling me honey. Oh, this is good. No, don't do that. Use their name, John. It's time to get a shower. I need you to go in the bathroom and take your clothes off and put this robe on. Okay, can I? Can we do that? Now, I'm going to turn my back while you take your shirt off, okay? And work him through that process without being sexual in how you respond to them and how you present the situation. Don't shame them either. Don't say something that's going to make them feel bad about what they have just done. John, you can't touch me there. That's wrong. 
as I said earlier, no, that's not how we do. We don't shame people. We respond to them in a way that they know what happened is not settling well with us, but we say it in a way that is not shameful to them. And then remain at a safe distance when you're working with someone who is sexually inappropriate with you. Don't come right up on them. Don't stand right next to them and, and rub their shoulders, as I have taught you in other videos where you can make the figure eight on their shoulders. If they're a sexually, um, uh, what's my word, um, inclined person, there you go, they may think that rubbing that is totally innocent that you're doing on their shoulders means something else. So you want to keep yourself at a safe distance from folks who have that tendency to be a little more active on those desires they may have. Sexual behavior in assisted living is, or sexual activity in assisted living is higher than you might think. And that is why it, it makes me crazy um, when I hear Folks, or I see folks just open the door of someone who lives in assisted living without knocking. Um, that is their private home, guys. And you always knock. If they invite you in, you go in. Um, you don't just open the door and go in. And uh, one of the reasons you don't want to do that is because you don't know what you're going to see when you get in there. <laughs> that might be an image in your brain forever. So knock on the door before you go in because they that is their home. And if they want to have sexual activities in that room, that is their right. And they can do that. So be aware of that and be kind to them and respect their privacy. But sexual activity is... Um, uh, part of the world in an assisted living and even in a memory care so don't think it's not but how you respond to it is the thing and when it's your mama or your daddy with somebody else don't freak out it is not them that we see being engaged in these activities it is a result of the disease that's going on in their brain where they cannot think things through they cannot discern what's appropriate and inappropriate and they just act on well what feels good so be kind about it, guys. Hope that helps you in your caregiving journey. Blessings and smiles. A special thank you to our sponsors, National Association of Veterans and Families, 800-352-2919 or www.navf.org. Contact them for information regarding benefits for the veteran or the spouse of the veteran. Tell them Carol sent you. National Association of Veterans and Families. They speak veteran, so you don't have to. HD Imports, located in Rock Hill, South Carolina, wonderful mechanics for the repair and maintenance of Honda, Hyundai, Acura, Toyota, and Kia. HD Imports, 803-985-0985. I would like to take a special moment and thank you for being a part of Let's Talk Dementia. You can find all of our resources at our website, letstalkdementia.org. Our podcasts, our videos, our books, our blogs, and a form where you can contact me are all right there on the website. I look forward to hearing from you. Blessings and smiles.